Hi, you're listening to the Peterborough Occurrence Podcast. My name is Aisha Barmania, and I'm here solo today to set up some reporting that my colleague Will Pearson has done on the local race for MPP. This episode centers around the candidates' positions on a few proposed solutions to the opioid crisis. As we've reported on here at Peterborough Occurrence, the opioid crisis is a complicated and multifaceted issue that is hitting the local community really hard. The latest development that we've reported on is a letter from Peterborough's Board of Health that calls on the province to, firstly, expand programs that provide safe and uncontaminated drugs to people who use them, aka safe supply programs. And secondly, the letter called for the provincial government to advocate for decriminalizing illegal drugs for personal use. Because the provincial government plays such a big role in how we as a society respond to this health crisis, we wanted to know what the candidates think about these potential policies. So my colleague Will invited the four major party candidates running in Peterborough, Kawartha for interviews. He spoke with Liberal Party candidate Greg Dempsey, NDP candidate Jen Deck, and Green Party candidate Robert Gibson on May 14th and 15th. We also invited incumbent MPP Dave Smith of the Progressive Conservative Party to participate as well, but he did not respond to our requests. So let's get into what they had to say. You'll hear both Will's questions and the candidates' answers. Um, Let's talk about the the drug poisoning crisis. Um, Earlier this week, my colleague Brett reported on a series of recommendations that the local Board of Health in Peterborough uh, endorsed as actions that uh, the province should take in addressing this crisis. Um, Those included things like the decriminalization of drugs for personal use and and drug possession, as well as uh, scaling up access to safe supply and and then um, reforming the the province's model of supervised consumption. Um, For example, lifting the cap of supervised consumption sites, allowing inhalation at sites, and then funding uh, more temporary sites. And I'm wondering if we could kind of let's like go through those and talk about yeah. whether you support those or not. So let's start well, with you. you. But William, you basically answered the question for me yeah. because those are literally all the things that I was going to touch on. Um, the, the fact is that, that drug addiction, drug poisoning, uh, and substance abuse in general, it's typically, it's a poverty issue. It's a mental health issue. Uh, we don't, we don't address these. We can't address these things by, by, criminalizing them we need to have supports in place so that people have some have a way you know if you're poor and you don't have choices uh you know drug addiction is is easy to fall into if you're rich that's true too this is drug addiction cuts across all strata of society and and the supports that are needed depending on the person are going to be really different. And again, that comes back to why the NDP is trying to tackle all of these societal issues in many, many different ways, because the, the fit for one person is not going to be the fit for somebody else. Yeah, so on decriminalization, some jurisdictions in Canada, including, say, British Columbia, have, have already requested uh, to the federal government that their jurisdiction be exempted from the drug laws that criminalize drug use. Um, would the NDP make a similar request to the federal government? We are, we are doing that, yes. 
And would the NDP support scaling up safe supplies so that uh, everyone has access? Yes, all of the things you said. We want to invest in addiction rehabilitation. We want to invest in detox centers, in harm reduction strategies. We want to remove the cap on supervised consumption sites. We want to expedite approvals for supervised consumption sites in in the north and work to ensure safer alternatives to the current toxic and deadly supply of drugs on the street. Um, and we want to reduce the stigma of drug addiction and de- tri- decriminalize personal use so that people are not afraid to get the medical help that they need. And, and you know, that's really going to, again, addiction c- crosses all demographic lines. And the reasons that one person might not want to seek medical attention because of the stigma are going to be really different than why somebody else is maybe some you know lots of people don't even have family doctors to speak about their addictions uh, and and some would face you know losing their jobs or so yeah so we absolutely all the things you said the ndp is is gunning for oh what a terrible turn of phrase i apologize Are you supportive of the decriminalization of the personal use and possession of drugs? Yeah. So first off, I want to say that I'm so grateful to Dr. Piggott and everybody who works at Peterborough Health. I think they're doing a great job. Um, I am not a health expert, but one something that I am good at doing is listening to smart people and taking their recommendations. And so I think any time that Dr. Piggott has a serious, well-thought-out recommendation for our community and for the Ministry of Health, I think we need to take it seriously. So I am, uh, on your very first question, I am open to considering the decriminalization of drugs. I think we need to look at the data. We need to, there are other countries like Portugal and others that have successfully implemented measures like these. I think we need to look at that data and consider whether that is something that could work in our province. But I can tell you that it's something that I'm open to based on the recommendations of smart people like Dr. Piggott and others who are deeply invested in these issues. So on to the the safe supply question. Some jurisdictions in Canada have already requested exemptions. Um, Oh, no, that's decriminalization. So would some jurisdictions have already requested exemptions to federal drug laws, like British Columbia is one of them. Would the Liberal, does the Liberal government commit to making that kind of a request to the federal government as soon as possible after it's elected? Yeah, so, well, I'm not going to make any commitments about what our party is going to do. um, But I can tell you that we are the party that is going to follow the science, follow the science on drug policy, follow the science on COVID measures. That's where we need to be. We need to be listening to the people in our community who know these issues the best, for sure. I am really lucky that I have spent some time abroad. I lived in the Netherlands for a year, which has very different um, safe supply laws there were significant advantages to having those laws in place, including a significant decrease in drug poisonings. As I said about decriminalization, I think we should be open to all potential solutions that are going to save lives. And we see that dozens and dozens of people are dying in our community every single month. This is a crisis that requires all creative different solutions to what we're doing now, because clearly what we're doing now is not working. And so, yes, I would say I am open to that suggestion. 
Cool. Maybe we can move quickly to the next ones because you might have a similar answer. Is that kind of what you'd say about safe supply too? <laughs> open to considering yeah. that based on the recommendations of experts in the community? Yeah, I would say I'm open to that as well. And I think one other thing that I want to say, which I talked about at the debate on Tuesday, which is really, really important, is that we also need a government that's going to be trying to implement these solutions when, <clears throat> when we find them. And so advocates and others in our downtown who have been working on the consumption and treatment site have had to wait more than two years um, for that funding. And I said it before, I'll say it again, it required Dr. Piggott to essentially go to city and county council begging for the money for the province to come through. That's not good enough. We deserve a government that when the city and the advocates come together to recommend a solution, whether it be any of the solutions that you've talked about today, that we have an MPP that's going to fight for that funding and make that happen as quickly as possible. So uh, uh, did I hear you right there that the Green Party would move to decriminalize um, the use and possession of drugs? Uh, yes, uh, because it, um, drug drug use is a... Uh, a health issue and not, um, it shouldn't be a, a justice issue. Um, yeah. And Go on. Um, yeah. I was talking um, with um, Forecast, um, and they mentioned uh, how housing has to be part of the solution. Um, and I mentioned um, support, support of. Uh, housing um, uh, being made available. Um, and then um, there has to be um, peer-to-peer peer peer support, um, um, com community support. Um, and I know that you mentioned uh, other items. Um, yeah, so would the Green Party um, scale up safe supply? I, I, belie I believe so. Um, yes, I, I believe they would. Um, cool. I, I would uh, support that as an MPP. And then the last uh, recommendation that I was going to talk about was uh, around supervised consumption in the province. Um, are there any changes to supervised consumption that um, the Green Party recommends? I, yes, um, so yeah, it, it is problematic that um, the, the current uh, slow pace uh, of uh, supervised uh, consumption, um, we would make it easier uh, for, for that to call um, and have um, a combination of um, sanctioned uh, supervised consumption and unsanctioned um, uh, services um, so that different needs are met uh, by the government uh, organized site in the uh, community um, and uh, hiring not hiring, um, repealing um, Bill 124, 
would also um, help in attracting more healthcare uh, professionals uh, into the field uh, so that they have uh, better pay um, and um, so yeah we need we need more um, healthcare professionals and uh, in, in the community in in the hospitals um, as well Okay, those were candidates Greg Dempsey of the Liberal Party, Jen Deck of the NDP, and Robert Gibson of the Green Party. They were all interviewed by my colleague, Will Pearson. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. You can find the rest of our coverage on the provincial election on our website. Big thanks to Will Pearson for bringing us these interviews, and thanks so much to the candidates for their time. Big, big thanks to Erica Nininger, who provided the music in this episode. You can check her out on Bandcamp. And one last thing before I let you go, uh, Peterborough Currents is currently fundraising to sustain our operations over the summer. We're at a really tricky point in our business growth where our startup grants have run out and we're facing scaling back our operations so we don't completely run out of money in the next couple of months. And our goal is to reach 80 new donors by the summertime and we're actually really, really close. If you like what we do, help keep us going, head to peterboroughcurrents.ca slash support us to donate. And thanks so much to everyone who has already. The show of support has been, like, really overwhelming. Anyway, that's all for now. Uh, I'm Aisha Barmania. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you more soon.